Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Here we are. Uh, I think I'm in the wrong lane. It's, it's impossible to tell, man, all this snow. We got hammered yesterday with snow. But, uh, baby, baby update, if you're not sick of it yet. Well, I guess I've only really done one episode. But, uh, so little sweet Ada failed her car seat test. So they were going to let us go early. But uh, her poor, she, so basically when they're under, what is it, 2,500 grams or uh, early, which she was a month early, um, they put them in a, it's really more, it's not so much a car seat test as it, as it is an angle test to see if they can properly oxygenate their blood uh, while being held or sitting and staying in certain positions. So, you know, in a car seat, she's kind of at an angle. Uh, and her oxygen resp- or, uh, saturation dropped uh, to, I mean, ideally you want it to be you know, 95 to 100. It dropped to, in the car seat, to 82. Uh, they had to, you know, kind of pull her out. Nothing crazy. It wasn't like she was dying, you know what I mean? But they had to pull her out and stimulate her a little bit and went shot right back up. So she failed it twice. Um, and then uh, they hooked her onto some monitors, you know, in our room and uh, her oxygen saturation over the course of three hours probably dropped three times, you know, to 85, 86. Uh, but the good news is it was less than 10 seconds and she self-corrected. Uh, so she didn't need any stimulation or help to get it back up. Um, doctor said, you know, very normal in premature babies. Very, very, very normal occurrence. Um, but she spent last night in the nursery, hooked up to a bunch of monitors, you know, better safe than sorry. You know, so for me as the dad, I got to wrestle with my general distrust for medicine, but also not mistrust for medicine. I don't, I don't, uh, you guys know what I mean. Uh, hopefully at this point, I got to make sure I don't miss my turn. Hold on. Where are we at? Okay. 0.9 miles. Can you guys hear me? So right. Yeah. Okay. It's still going. Um, you, you just, you guys know how I am at this point. So I've got to juggle that. Um, but Ada comes first. So the way I look at it is at home, as much as I want her to be home, you know, we won't have the monitors to see if her oxygen saturation is decreasing. You know what I mean? There's really no way to tell until they really start to get on like blue. You know what I mean? So, um, kept her overnight and, uh, in the nursery on all the monitors and she did great. She did fantastic really didn't have any events or episodes so i'm hoping today this is car seat test number two you know she now they say 90 minutes dude if she's good for an hour she fails after an hour i'm gonna tell them we're getting out of there today so you know let's hope because last time she didn't last 20 minutes so let's hope uh let's hope she gets uh pray say prayer if you're listening to this it's 728 in the morning. I'm recording. I'm on my way back to the house to get some stuff done for the business. Uh, pray that goes back up and she rocks her car seat test today. But anyways, uh, you know, I saw a really good uh, quote from that Alex Hermosi or whatever his name is yesterday. And uh, I've talked about this briefly before. So I feel like I could just stop quoting Alex and say it's my hate. Um, you know. The best way to practice, and you know, I will quote Alex. The best way to practice gratitude is to pretend 
like it's the last time you're going to do something. So, you know, he gave the example of something silly, but it's true, it's a sleepover. Like, if you knew, like, maybe you're, I don't know how old we all were when we had our last sleepover, like, little kids sleepover, not like we got hammered and we had to sleep on your parents' back porch sleepover, you know what I mean? Like, teenager. Talking like 12, 13 years old, having fun, eating potato chips and watching, you know, TV, playing video games. Like, imagine if you knew that your last sleepover was your last sleepover. You know, at some point, you know, you and your childhood friend picked up that football to play catch for the last time. You know, one thing that stands out to me is I can remember in Mayville, there is a street called Elm Street. And on Elm Street, it was right up behind our house. We lived off Washington, and Washington fed into, connected to Elm Street. And I can remember uh, all the kids would gather on Elm Street. And I just think of two things. I think about when was our last manhunt, which is like hide and go seek in the dark. And when was our last Frisbee? Like we used to play Frisbee in the street. Yeah, I can remember having to move for cars. It was not a high traffic street by any means. But I think about like, man, I wonder if I would have, I know I would have appreciated those moments, you know, even more so what I try to tell myself as I'm in the hospital as much as I don't want to be there you know I'm only going to have that time with her once I'm only going to have Ada Jane newborn once ever it's never going to happen again (laughs) I'll have other newborn children God willing but I'll never have another newborn Ada Jane so I've been really trying to slow down and appreciate the moments that I have with her in here from the crying to the cooing to the little tiny smiles. You know, this morning I took her over to the window uh, and pulled the blinds up in the nursery and just sat there. You know, I say nurse, it's not a nursery. It's like where they monitor babies. I think they just kind of, you know, they call it a nursery so you don't feel uneasy. Um, Like monitor babies, like on monitors and stuff. So I wheeled her over. She got all these wires. Uh, wheeled her over to the window, and we raised the blinds. And I just sat there, you know, with her in the sun. You know, covered up her little eyeballs, but got the scun, the scun, the sun on the bottom half of her face and her little tummy and her chest and her legs. And she was just, dude, she loves the sun like her dad and her mom. Man, she started to smile and kind of coo and squirm around a little bit. And then she just was perfectly still. You know, and I was just sitting there with her in the sun, and I'm thinking, man, it sucks that we're in this, you know, monitoring room, and she's hooked up to all this stuff, but I'm like, I'll never get this moment again. You know, and so many people absolutely cruise through life with little to no awareness of the fact that you're going to have every, everything, let me put it, oh, this is profound, everything that you know right now and everything that you are experiencing will eventually have a last it will not it will not last it will have a last the last sleepover the last time you hold a baby in your arms the last you know one of the big things i heard is you know at some point you're going to pick ada up for the last time there's going to be a time there's going to be a specific moment in time where it's the last time she ever runs to your arms and you pick her up I'm like, damn. (laughs) That is... 
You know, because I already have so much love for the kid. Um, there's going to be a last time for everything in your life. It's like Ecclesiastes says. There's a time for laughter. There's a time for crying. There's a time for war. There's a time for peace. There's a time for... And there's going to be a last time for everything in your life. Someday, it's going to be the last time you ever go to the gym. Someday, it's going to be the last time you ever kiss your spouse. Someday, it's going to be the last time you ever joke with your best friend. There's going to be a last to everything that you do. So, when you start to look at life through this perspective, you start to feel a little... Come on, that's enough. That's enough. You start to feel a little bit more gratitude than you would have maybe before. Going through a school zone right now. It's an absolute poop show. Why would somebody pull off on the side? Oh, okay, it's the crossing guard's car. All right, that makes sense. Okay. All right, traffic control. She knows what she's doing. That's a lady right there. You know, I wouldn't often put a woman in a situation where she's directing traffic. <laughs> but uh, she knew what she was doing. She had that. She, she, she knew. She knew. I trust her. But it's going to be a last for everything in your life. Everything. So I think just bringing awareness to this is so important. Because it, it, it helps to enhance your perspective of things. You know, I don't... I found that uh, just certain things in my life that used to bother me don't bother me anymore. Because of this thought process you know the other day I had uh, just somebody in one of my businesses just you know she or he did not do their job properly and I got kind of upset and I was thinking I was like man at some point that's going to be they're, they're going to perform their last task in the in this career field with you you know what I mean it's like it's just helped me to be to have, hold on, I'm going to shut my GPS off. I, I made this trip 900 times, but it just helps me keep the perspective right. But anyways, okay, I'm starting to try, I'm starting to get like, I'm, I'm trailing off into my own internal thought world. And I'm, I've realized I'm like, I don't remember what I've talked about the past two minutes. <laughs> I'm so lost in my own head right now, just thinking of things and reflecting in a very reflective mood this morning. So off in my own world, I forgot what I was talking about. But yeah, I guess, you know, really that's that's the point of the episode today, man, is that I want you to take some time and think about some of the last that you're going to have, you know? And uh, yeah. All right. That's all I got. I love you guys. And uh, I will talk to you soon.